What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as usual, my ride or dies, Miss Dejon Monique. Hey, 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 y'all know what time it is. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. Sometimes my toes curl when I'm on the Twilter world. Okay. That was fresh. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was better. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Shout out to John Buchanan of the Brand X podcast. And the reason why I'm, I'm shouting him out right now is because I feel bad for him because he has a hard time with your name, Dejan. Oh. <laughs> you should hear him. You have a hard time with my name, too. I know she I don't. Does. He does? Yeah. My name is not Dejan. What is your name? Dejan. Dejan. All right. I stand okay. corrected, too. <laughs> so, just, so, just so y'all know All y'all right. having a hard time but it's okay i'm used to it i have an accent i do <laughs> no i'm saying i have an accent oh no okay no i have like an accent mark in my name okay dijon thank you uh <laughs> yeah no but he has a he just calls you monique I, I, <laughs> I saw that i realized that i was like okay well i knew who he was talking about at after after a little while, first I thought he was talking about Monique. Monique, right? The the the, the comedian. comedian. But then I was like, no, no, he, he means me. I mean, the most, dec- <laughs> most decorated black <laughs> comedian. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the other nigga was talking about you because he had the hard time before the just giving up and saying Monique. So. I know. <laughs> Poor thing. Well, I totally understand. Yeah. I want to hear him say it now, though. I don't. I don't know if he. <laughs> I don't he, know. He doesn't really attempt it. T T T says like I. He just and he just goes to Monique, <laughs> <laughs> like all oh, my substitute teachers in school. You know my drag character's name is Monique. Really? Yeah, it's little Monique. 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 Because <laughs> <Monique. laughs> <laughs> like he's that. inspired by Monique. I like that. Yeah. So what did he say, Dina? I told you he doesn't really say it. Like he just he kind. Of... No, I mean, what was his comment? What did he? What was he? Oh, he. You're shut <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, then no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he uh, he was talking about the um, 
what was it? I guess it was the uh, the story about uh, it was one of your stories. Okay. Forget, but it was one of your stories. I think he was bringing up, or it, it might have been just the fact that he was trying to say everyone's all the host name. Of the ah, show. he, he just a could... shout out. Because anyway. they don't like just doing like Dino. They want to say Pip and they want to say Dijon and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, I can understand. Well, speaking of stories, I had a freaking interesting. Oh. I know. I had an interesting morning today. You getting here? Getting here, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you guys know I've been having car trouble, so I've been taking the bus to the show for the past, well, I don't even know how long now, but I've been taking the bus yeah. to the show in the mornings. And every now and then... Um, it's this one black lady who I get on, and she always has like a snarky attitude. Mm-hmm. And not the driver, a passenger. The driver, the driver, the bus driver. She always has a snarky attitude. You know, I get in there in the morning. What'd I'm like, do? why, why, what would she, what'd you do? I'm gonna tell you. I get on the bus in the morning, <laughs> and I do nothing. Surprise! I didn't do anything. She has an attitude. She has an attitude. Because... When the door is open up for the bus, she's already. No, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Frowned. Hold on, hold on. A black woman. Black woman. <laughs> attitude, but no reason. I'm no telling reason. you. Unheard okay. of. Okay. Unheard I'm of. This is not me. Unheard of. I've okay. never seen anything like this in my life. I, I don't believe it. It's like a unicorn. No, yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> she was. She's like the black unicorn because all black women are like hella nice. So I didn't even know where she where she, where she came from. Especially if they work in a, in a customer service job. Okay. Hello. When I got to deal with people all day long. Yeah. Mm. Which just makes them sweeter. Which is make, she's just so nice. <laughs> I'm sure she bakes pies and cookies. But anyway, she opened up the door and she was frowning. And I was like, "Good morning." And I asked her something about you know my fare, and she didn't even respond. So I was started to ask her like, "Well, are you having a bad day? What's going on?" But I just let it go. I just went back to my seat. Like mind you, this is not the first time that I've had this encounter with this lady. So I'm in my seat. I got my headphones on. And the next thing I know, I hear like a commotion coming from the front of the bus. So I pop out one ear, but like, uh, what's happening? Or, you know, what's going on? And it was another black lady who got on the bus. And she was very, very nice. Because, you know, black people, we don't, we're not mean. <laughs> and she was, but she was reading the bug, the black, the black bus driver lady. She was reading her. Like you always got an attitude when I get on this bus. <laughs> you rude. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm gonna sit right here and have my conversation, and you gonna drive this bus to Slauson, and that's where I'm gonna get off, and you gonna hear my mouth until I get off on Slauson. I was I like, oh no, I was, I was into it. This was good. Yeah, you should have just recorded it. Nah, it was okay. It was fast. It, it happened fast. I wasn't even thinking about recording. <laughs> I was in my own world because I was like, I knew it. I knew that black lady was on some shit. This ain't her first time. This is like my third or fourth time riding with, with this lady on the bus. And she always got an attitude. I was thinking that same thing. So I'm not crazy. Everybody always be trying to say I be starting stuff. And I don't. I don't be starting stuff. You see what I'm saying? If I would have hit this black lady up this morning, everybody would have been like, oh my God, Dijon, she's a, a public servant. She's a bus driver. Why you, why you do her like that? But see, no. No. See, she would have had it coming. She was crazy. Oh, hell no. Thank you. She was crazy. She you had an attitude should, you problem. You know we should record it? So, Dejong and I took the bus <gasps> home yes. after the show together last week. Oh. And we sat in front of this older black woman. Oh, yes. Who had some thoughts on the world. I, talk about an auntie. Yes. She was not having it. First of all, all these dumbass niggas out here, they're all <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> She said, she said something about people wearing scarves and I had my scarf on. I almost turned around like, bitch, what are you saying? She read everybody. She read everybody. She don't like, and these rollover niggas like Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Roll on over. She does not have an uncle. She is not. She is not here for all the black people that is not. Where, where she know where she come from? That's all. Like I said, she you said don't she know, know her you, tribe. She know her tribe, so she so she's not here for all the black people who are lost in the world. She's not here, and she she was crazy. That was interesting. She was. I actually started to give her my card so she could be a guest on our show because I actually did. I found her so interesting. I couldn't do nothing. I was just like, don't be bringing nobody like that on my. <laughs> Because she could be our mother spirit. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had to take my ear off and put it in the back seat because I needed she, to get all the tea. She was actually dropping knowledge. The best thing she said was like, she goes, uh, she goes, what time? I don't need no man, but I'm gonna get a man. I don't need no broke ass man. A broke ass man is good when you stand down, <laughs> but not when you get up. Not when you get up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I need no broke ass nigga that. when I'm getting up. I forgot she said that. She sure did. She said, "What's a broke ass nigga good for? Good for laying down. Ain't good for shit when you're getting up, though." I was like, "Oh shit, Auntie." That's knowledge. She she was dropping all the gems. You know you want her on the show. She had all the gems. No the man, the man she was talking to even said, "You need a show." She said, "I don't need no motherfucking show." I said, "Oh shit, she is real." Yeah, because somebody would assassinate her. Oh, that's what she said. That is what she said. That's, she said somebody was gonna kill her. She had a show. Oh she would God. get killed. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you had a weave, she read you. She had a lady with a weave, and that was sitting up front. An older lady with a weave turned around like, "What, bitch?" Like, yeah, she was reading everybody. She didn't care. Let me she say, care. if you live in the Los Angeles metro area and you can't afford cable TV, take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> she has something to say about TV, too. Remember, she was like, well, she's like, she ain't had a TV in her house in five years. People can't go without TV. Throw the motherfucker out the window. That's what she said. Well, Throw she the also, damn TV out. She also said that black people are addicted to white entertainment mm, and that white did. people are feeding them these all this stuff and they don't know enough about themselves and they're working so hard to get into the white media world when we need to be creating our own. That's true. That is what she said. She, I'm telling you, she was dropping gems. Okay, well, speaking of uh, guests on the show and all that stuff, we have some special guests here today. Yes, we do. Right. I know you've been looking forward to I have. Stuff, right? I'm so excited. It's going to be interesting. So to let you guys know, give you fair warning, we won't have our regularly scheduled program. I mean, what I mean is we won't do the topics and all the different segments like we normally do. We're just going to sit down and we're going to talk to this couple, uh, this Eros and Isis from the Priority Society. They're here with us today and they're swingers. And they're going yes. to come in and they're going to come in the studio. They're going to break it down. They're going to tell us all about swinging and just, hey. And if you're, if you're interested or you want to know what it is. Exactly. They're going to answer everything today. Everything. So we're going to have them in the studio and it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So, okay, we're going to have our guest intro and then they'll be here in the studio. Okay, welcome to the Shiznit Show, Eros and Isis. Yeah, hey, good to be here with you. Hey, thank you guys. First of all, so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank and you for having us. Thank you. And uh, we're really excited about this. Super excited. <laughs> great. We've been listening to you guys, checking you guys out. First good. of all, you guys have a great show. Um, I appreciate Kip and I that. were saying that we love your voices. You sound love it. Sound very uh, professional mm -hmm. and 
and uh, very, very uh, knowledgeable. Oh, wow. Thank I you. I was going to go with erotic, but okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. I'll take smart too. Yeah. <laughs> what about? Uh, yeah, you sound like you guys could be voiceover actors and actresses or whatever. And you guys have great, great sound. Your voice sounds really good. Your podcast is good quality, very good production. So, uh, especially for newbies, that's very impressive. Yeah. So. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, we basically modeled it after standard podcasts that are out there. Not, not the lifestyle podcasts slash swinger podcasts that are out there. Right. Those guys are like, hey, I'm so and so, and I'm so and so, and you know, it's it's real casual. Right. And we, you know, we listen to other shows like you got you professional sound quality. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to be a little bit more mainstream. You know, okay. make it easy to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. It it also has that sense of like uh uh. Because the way you guys speak and the tone that you guys speak, it sets a mood for it, and so and actually, and it's appropriate for what you're talking about. And it's actually, you know, you listen to some things, and it's like music. It, it's it sounds good. It's not it's not just the information. You guys sound great. Mm-hmm. It's sexy mm-hmm. talk. Thank you. It puts you in the mood yeah. for something yeah. sexy. When you do, when you listen do it, to that. When you, <laughs> hey, when you're doing sexy talk, man, you know, you, you, it's you're seducing each other. We're you know we're in the studio usually getting hammered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we make drinks. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. A little bar setup. And then when we bring guests in, man, we don't even start recording until after a few margaritas. Wow. Or whatever, something else, you know? I love uh, margaritas. It's my favorite. Hey, are we allowed to cuss on here? Oh, yes. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Was it marked as explicit? Yes, So this podcast is explicit. I like it. Yeah, we're going to do a family podcast on swinging. (laughs) 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 On the Disney Channel? Hannah Montana will be hosting. Right. (laughs) With all due respect, may I have your wife? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very respectful, you know? Well, yes, you can. Okay, so with that, let's, let's get right into it. The first thing... I always like to ask people when they have an unusual name attached to their show or podcast or whatever is about the name. So that's because that's the first thing. If someone looks you guys up, the Priority Society, they're going to find that. I know you tell us about it in your first episode, but for our listeners who haven't heard you guys, what's what's the significance of that name? Yeah, absolutely. The Priority Society uh, came about in history. There, there's been a lot of secret societies, and uh, what happens is that they teach each other either uh, secrets of the ages, spiritual teachings, you know, churches. Priory actually means an old church, or like a church. And so the Priory Society, uh, because swinging is uh, not like a secret society, you can't tell your neighbors, can't, can't tell, talk to your friends about it. You can't be open and upfront uh, with your coworkers. You get in trouble. If you mention anything about fantasies in your workplace, I mean, if someone just feels uncomfortable, you're right. You're gonna, right. You're gonna, right. You're you get go fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd <laughs> oh, be a yeah. short. So the Priory Society was exactly that. Hey, let's start a uh, podcast where we can teach people the ins and outs of getting started if that's what they want. We're not here to convince anybody. It's mm-hmm. very important that your listeners realize that. I mean, we're going to talk about it. We, you, I know you have a lot of questions. I've seen those questions, and they're, they're amazing. And so we uh, wanted to make sure that they get a glimpse inside the sexual secret society that my wife and I are involved in. Mm-hmm. And anything else you'd like to add to that? It is secret, and it is naughty, but once you're in it, it's just it opens up a whole world that it, there's this big, it's like a brotherhood awesome. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a consensual, uh, it's of consensual nature. And when you, whenever you're doing anything with anyone, uh, it's, um, you're going to find more respect in the swinging community than you will ever find in a Hollywood club. Yeah, I'm sure. And you, you visit a swing club and the ladies go to the restroom. The guys are up against the wall, like don't want to even touch you by accident because mm. okay, they know their membership is going to be revoked. And right. why would you do that? Why would you risk losing access to potential <laughs> fantasy fulfillment? And so, well, the name in large part, that's where it comes from throughout history, different, uh, we wanted to get a feel of like an underground Freemasonic type of mysterious sect 
And that's where Priory Society came from. And yeah. that's the domain we got, PriorySociety.com. Mm-hmm. Members only. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like the Illuminati of sex. Kind of. <laughs> right? I like that. You know, throughout history, there's been a lot of secret societies that do what's called ritual magic, mm-hmm. sex magic. And you'd be surprised some of the cats that are involved in that. A lot of big names throughout history have been involved in uh, sexual magic. Wow. And yeah, even today, it's out there. So, Well, what, is, what, what are some examples of sexual magic? I never heard of that before. They feel like if they drink blood, oh, oh yeah, they feel like if they have sex with a youngster, stuff oh. like they get gross sometimes. See, over here we're like, hey, someone. I like the older chicks, all right. Mm-hmm. I don't like, <laughs> I, I don't like a minor. I want a chick that's already messed up her credit. You're not, trying, you're not trying to catch a case, man. <laughs> right. I, I want, I want someone who's already like, you know, they they got their own place and they're they're they're. Uh, Industrious, they're doing things. Mm-hmm. See, that's attractive. A yeah. different Confident. mindset. I don't right? know about Arrows. Arrows doesn't even drive by the high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even go. No schools, around. parks, yeah. just go around. Yeah. Yeah. Just go around. Hey, even coming here, man. I had to. That's why we, came, we got here a little bit late. I went all the way around. I took the freeway all the way around. All the way around. I'm not passing that one. Yeah, that one. Nope, went nope. off. Yeah. No. Yeah. Churches are okay because yeah. church people are freaky too. Yeah. A lot of oh, swingers yes, they are. Yes, hey, they we're going to talk later about how you can identify swingers, but you, churches, man. Hey, you know it. I mean, we'll talk about why why they do it, and it's okay. It's a secret thing, and it's consensual, and we'll talk yeah. about how you can identify them mm-hmm. too. So you guys ventured into this together like after you were already a married couple or were you guys kind of into the life or at least interested into life before you got married or how did that whole thing work well it turns out and we didn't know this at the time we got together but both of us had like fantasized both of us had fantasized about being in the lifestyle before we even met like maybe having threesomes and, and yeah. getting freaky with other people. That's because everyone fantasizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because yeah. like, like three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. But most people never say it. Right. That's true. That's so, very true. Yeah. So then when we, we got together and we kind of repressed those fantasies mm-hmm. and we never brought it up because, okay, we're in a traditional relationship mm-hmm. and I went to Catholic school. So, yeah. And Society. I went to Catholic school and I had, you know, I'm a good Catholic school girl. Oh. I was a really good Catholic school girl. Damn. And so I couldn't, I couldn't even think about bringing up the idea of going outside of our relationship for sexual pleasure, even mm-hmm. though all it is, is a physical thing. Mm-hmm. And then about a year and a half ago, we went to see our private doctor he's a a doctor that works with top athletes and and elite athletes and he specializes in anti-aging protocols and hormone replacement therapy so we went to see him as a as a birthday present we both started at the same time he put Mm -hmm. us he's amazing he put us us horny oh my god our bodies went unicorn fuel Oh, that's part that's of part that's part of it. This guy, man, I'm like, what? What? Oh, what? Continue on oh. that thread, sweetie, because this guy drove our libido way up. Oh, hell yeah! With, with his protocol, he took yeah. blood, blood samples, right? Uh, six little vials, gave us a several page report. Hey, mm-hmm. this is what's going on with your liver. Here's what's up with your, your your body. Hey, you might need some of this supplements, food, do some workouts. He got, gave us a whole entire plan. Right? Wow! And originally, we went to him because of her shoulder. She had shoulders uh, surgery. Oh, and we were looking oh, yeah. at stem cell stuff, and this guy yeah. does all kinds of cool stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I, can, I want you to imagine the guy at the yacht club, right? This like seventy-year-old cat at the yacht club, ripped up, six-pack, built. You see these guys down there near the beach, mm-hmm. and they're older. They're doing anti-aging protocols. Ah. They go to special doctors. They give them sometimes injections if they need it. Yeah, special pills sometimes, and it just makes your body work like you're eight again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, so that that's what happened. It's yeah, that's what happened. Us. She mm-hmm. actually ended up getting testosterone. Cream. Yeah, it she turns out my typically... testosterone was low, and I have a cream I put on my belly or my inner thigh. Yeah. 
And, Very uh, low I'm a dosage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that led to you guys like, we need to fuck the neighbors. We need to- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was fucking the couch, man. You know the couch, the cushions. And we had to get we had to get new furniture, so we thought it was time to go see other people. <laughs> like we but, need to figure something out. <laughs> yeah, so we we got super horny and our libidos went through the roof, and a couple things happened at the same time. We went to see the, our doctor, and we got super horny mm-hmm. on the protocol. Yeah. Our body started working like like we were eighteen mm-hmm. years old again, and we would be in Vegas, and you know these pimp. High roller suites. She gets invited to Vegas all the time. Yeah. So we have these amazing rooms. I do a little playing now and then. And um, <laughs> so we're in Vegas in this pimp suite and we're talking about talking to each other, fantasizing. And we're like, you know what? It'd be amazing if we could share this with another couple or with some friends. It started with mm. friends. And then we were like, yeah. no, how about a threesome? Oh, how about a freaky couple? Yeah. And we, because we, we were in Vegas all the time. Just yeah. Just us by ourselves. Right. And it's like such a waste. Yeah. And then we're like, we're looking at the pool, hanging out, lounging, sunbathing. <laughs> and we're like, hey, what about them? And we would play that game, mm-hmm. uh, Mary, Mary, Kill, Fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you call, yeah, yeah. What do you call that game? Fuck, Mary, Mary, Kill. That's, kill, that's, probably, yeah. that's probably the right way to do it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> in that we didn't want to be extreme. We didn't want to be like, hey, we don't want to kill anybody, right? We're going to let them watch. Yeah. So then we were, we would do that in Vegas and then we went on these like social media sites for the lifestyle. It's like match.com, but for, for, yeah. for perverts. Okay. Yeah. Cassidy, Cassidy.com. Cassidy.com, yep. man. That's one of them. If they go to our website, your listeners, uh, Cassidy will give them a month for free. Awesome. And, uh, prior, I'm sure you'll link to it, PriorCity.com resources. Tell, tell me a little bit about Cassidy.com. I don't know anything. I, I, I only know this because of your podcast. You, yeah. know, you guys mentioned Cassidy.com. What is it? Yeah, for anyone who's interested in just kind of poking around, you're not going to get a lot if you just go to the site because they have a, 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 a wall right away like, hey, mm-hmm. you need to sign up. So if you are going to sign up to just poke around, that's cool too, but make sure you don't use your real name, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, use a distinct email address. You know, just create a new mm-hmm. email address that's just for this stuff, mm-hmm. okay? Because you don't want... The, these cookies will follow you around the inter- internet. Smart. Wow. Yeah, so just uh, keep, it, keep it separate. Go in there, create a username, and if you are indeed a couple, then you want to indicate that you're a couple of somewhat of mm-hmm. some kind. Otherwise, if you put in there, hey, I'm, I'm you know, Long John Silver, <laughs> they, they, a lot of people are going to say that's a single dude. Right? Yeah. And if you have a chick... They might even avoid it just based on the name, right? Mm, right? Yeah. So you go in there, you, you can search for couples. It's like a regular dating site. Search for couples. You can look for parties, mm. clubs, club listing. All of a sudden, you can find yourself going to these clubs. A lot of them are great, man. I'll tell you all about the clubs if you want to know about mm-hmm. it. But yeah, they have a, they have a, they have a flat rate. <laughs> we, we know how to get you in. Yeah, Club, club Joy in Los Angeles, J-O-I, yeah. clubjoy.com. The uh, owner's a friend. That was our first club experience. Yeah, he's a cool cat. Bring your own beer. Oh, wow. Okay, bring your own bottle. Because they don't have a liquor license. It's ah, a private They don't sell out. It has to be legit. It's set up legitimately. It's in a building. It's it's all legit. And you, the couple's price is probably $60 for the couple. They're 80 bucks. You go in there, dance floor, DJ, playrooms. Okay. okay. So now you can tell your friends, hey, let's go dance. And you just dance. Bring your own beer. Hey, I found this club. You don't have to you know, pay $16 a drink mm-hmm. or eight or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so you take your own bottles. They have free mixers, free wow. sodas, ice. lockers, yep. ice. You get everything. You tip the bartender. That'd be, that's a nice yeah. thing. But they have the dance floor and the playrooms. Upstairs, downstairs, dark areas, conversation areas, smoking patios, people out there smoking whatever, yeah. from vapes yeah. to cigars to everything in between. Mm-hmm. It's a nice open environment. So mm-hmm. in the spectrum of the lifestyle, you have those people that just like the clubs. Mm-hmm. You got people who want to go to the club because they want to meet another couple mm-hmm. or a single mm-hmm. and they want to play. Mm-hmm. And it's way better and it's more convenient than like going to rent the uh, hotel, going to the Double Tree, and then maybe you don't like them or they don't like you and then mm-hmm. doing the dinner. You go to the club, if it's 
if it's there and if it's going to happen, it's real easy. Yeah, the uh-huh. players hey, are built let, in. Let, yeah. me get, let me show you the player area. Right, right, let right. Let me, right, right. Let me take you on a tour. Have you been to this place? Have you been to that spot? Three-hour tour. Three-hour tour. Nice and sweaty. Can I back up for a second? Because I want to know more about the doctor thing. Because I want you to tell the listeners about this unicorn fuel. Because I want to know about this. Because I'm going to get some. Uh, yeah, do it. See, <laughs> I'll give you the recipe. Yeah. So um, I mean, there's two components to it. The doctor is an anti-aging specialist. Okay, this guy is he's not covered by insurance. It's a pricey doctor. I mean, the consult's like a G. All right. So he, he's not the one that said, "Hey, you need to go drink unicorn fuel." Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the one that said, "You need to get on a special food plan," mm-hmm. which would include a special coffee, things like that. Because mm-hmm. he asked us, "Are you guys coffee drinkers?" Yeah. Well, he's up on the coffee unless you're working out real early in the morning to get mm-hmm. that afterburn. You know, after you work out. Yeah. So unicorn fuel. If you're interested in that, you can go to YouTube and just type in unicorn fuel. It's basically a powder that you make and you add to your coffee. And we make a big batch of powder and we put it in a jar. And we do Keurig, so it makes it real easy. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll brew like two Keurigs. We'll put a scoop of the unicorn fuel, which uh, my lady has the ingredients, maca root powder, yep. which is like a powder of ancient warriors, man. Yeah. And that makes you horny, too. So that's, that's like the green tea? Kind, thing? Of, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, kind of, oh, uh-huh. yeah, thermogenic properties. Mm-hmm. So you get maca root. What There's else? cacao powder. There is turmeric, yep. cinnamon. And you can add cayenne pepper because that's really good for your metabolism. But we don't put it in the batch. If we want a little bit of cayenne in our coffee, oh, we'll, we'll just add it later. And then we put uh, coconut oil yeah, and you have to have those oils. organic yes. butter, uh, unsalted butter. Yeah, so you put the, you, you do the butter, put some coconut oil, and you put the powder and the brewed coffee in a blender. And you, and, you, and you flash it, and it tastes like a latte. Man. So it's like frothy. And it's super healthy. And, but it makes you horny because it has the maca and all mm. the other stuff. Yeah. It's a great thing. Not only that, but it also cleans up your pipes inside, too. Keeps okay. you real clean. Good keeps energy. Yeah. Keeps real natural clean. energy. And that's something someone could do right now at low cost, right? Yeah. You don't have to go all fancy with doctors and stuff. It's just some, something like that and move around every day, get real sweaty every yeah. day for like 30 minutes. <laughs> just get sweaty. <laughs> you should, you should work out every day and you drink stuff, you watch your intake of food, mm-hmm. man, you're going to get horny anyway. That's going to help you guys a lot. I mean, all the listeners. <laughs> so when you say right. it's a lifestyle, it is a lifestyle. Right. It's not just it, going to the clubs. Like you, your lives, you live your lives in preparation for this lifestyle in a way. If you know that you're going to be naked exactly. with somebody, you, you kind of want to look the best version of yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. You, you kind of yeah. want to work on yourself a little bit if you know that's a possibility. Yeah, that's And that's true. what this did to us, man. In the very yeah. beginning, we were like, hey, you, you want to watch some Netflix? Or, you, hey, we should go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up going to the gym and you, know, you, st- you start paying attention to things like, hey, um, let's do this. And my lady now, we did an air mm-hmm. on our balls and on her and her snatch downstairs. Yeah. Man, I got burned because, that you know, the, the, ball, the ball sack is like a brain right? with all the little, uh-huh. with all the little, uh, uh-huh. creases. little creases and folds and stuff. How do you know about that? <laughs> I've been you know, around, I've been been around there. Ball, You've been, been around, around before. I've been around a ball or two in my day. Yeah. <laughs> actually, what you don't know is that DeJong is actually a ball reader. Oh. Yes. She'll fill your ball and tell you your future. Oh, you mm-hmm. read all the fissures. <laughs> exactly. And like the skin, because it looks like a brain. You, exactly. So you I can tell it. you all about your life. I can tell you what you need to change. I don't even need your blood. Babe, I can tell you about your liver. A, maybe you need a reading, babe. That's yeah. what, <laughs> no, her hand is already on my ball. Right? That, that's what I felt. I don't want to say anything because, you know, you got to keep it cool. I don't want to get, <laughs> yeah. get upset. <laughs> no, but it, it really is a lifestyle because you start kind of changing your habits because we actually feel better. Mm-hmm with the way we're leading our workouts and the supplements that we're taking, the unicorn fuel and the way we eat, we just take care of ourselves a yeah. lot more and we're, we're a lot more confident. I, I know I am. I mean, I had body image issues before getting into the lifestyle. I still do, but I, my, I feel sexy Yeah, and I'm very confident Yeah, so. and getting naked in front of somebody. It's like, not a big deal. You know what? They, they want me naked. There are no hangups. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 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 
So fucking other people is good for your health. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. getting my list ready for my wife. Yeah, yeah. he's making. You can have like, this conversation. Man, I know why you brought us here, man. You're preparing to pitch it. Yeah, it's you're gonna be a PowerPoint. Got your PowerPoint. <laughs> That's gonna be sound effects. Number one. Good for your health. Well, Dino is the only one of the three of us that's married. Yeah. So oh, would cool, you? Right? Uh, sure. But there are people that are unmarried that are in the lifestyle as well. Correct. Yes, yeah. it Do you are. guys prefer have a preference of playing with unmarried people versus married people? I think we prefer couples, right? Yeah, we do. We prefer our favorite is couples that are married that have been together for a while and have kids mm. because we know that they're in a committed relationship and they've got a lot to lose. They're, they're not going to fuck around. Exactly. Man. They're going to play safe. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be weird. They're not going to try to get yeah. attached. They have their own commitments. And right. when they make a plan, if they don't have kids for the night or they, their schedule's along and they can get out for the night, they're going to take advantage of the time mm-hmm. that they have out because some people can be flaky. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. married couples... In life in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not just anywhere, but the married couples in the lifestyle tend to take advantage of the time that they have to get out they got mm-hmm. a babysitter they got whatever yeah we got, got three right. hours yeah. we got to get it We're in on a deadline. now gotta, yeah. right. gotta start doing stuff you know exactly. I, want, I want the listeners to i want to clarify just one thing for the listeners here the lifestyle is a term that was coined back in the late 60s 70s so the lifestyle is just that you know people say swingers lifestyle you know what is that and the lifestyle is just a broad spectrum and we can talk about that in a little bit but i mean you got the people that like to be naked you got like the people that like to do orgies and so within uh this that spectrum there are people that love singles like there's guys who That's maybe right. have plumbing issues, okay? Mm-hmm. They, their, their wiener doesn't work well, mm-hmm. so they love to have a, a separate male come in, right. and they want to live vicariously the through that male. Like a, yeah. That's a beautiful yep. thing. Now the cuckold is interesting because you got some guys that are cuckolds who uh, cuckold just means this: a little bit of humiliation. They watch their wife in action with another with a bull, mm-hmm. with a dude. And they then that's the gist of it. Sometimes the cuckold will go and clean up, lick up with the bowl left. All right. Sometimes they uh, they'll they'll uh, tie their their nuts in a little cage. Full humiliation. Mm-hmm. But then on the other spectrum within that realm, there's stag and vixen. Stag is a guy who's like, hey, I got a hot wife. And I want to share her with somebody, but I'm going to get in too. So. Mm-hmm. You just know that. Mm-hmm. And so the bull will come in, and that's a stag and vixen relationship. So mm-hmm. different dynamics. And people, man, they get into their role playing, and they love it. You know, you got a high power job, it's a, it's a release for them. Or you have someone who is just in a fantasy. Hey, I've always fantasized about this. Let's let's share my wife. I enjoy it. It's called compersion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you feel joy when you watch your loved one receive pleasure. It's oh. a huge thing. It's oh. a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Can you explain the difference between a full swap and a soft swap? Yeah. So... If a couple is into swinging, meaning that they're willing to do stuff with other couples, mm-hmm. um, soft swap is basically doing everything with another couple except penetration. The make so out stuff. It's the make out stuff, touching, kissing. Sometimes it involves oral, you know, blowjobs and eating pussy out. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes there are boundaries where people will say, I don't want to kiss. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save that for my husband. Or mm-hmm. we'll touch and kiss and make out. Or the girls will touch, mm-hmm. but the guys can't. And then full swap is when you're fucking other mm-hmm. couples. So, and then you yeah. have your own set of rules within. So yes. you'll tell the couple, hey, uh, condoms all around, all mm-hmm. right, all the time. Hey, my lady, you know, don't don't be choking her. Don't just, you know, treat my lady like you'd want your lady to be treated. Mm-hmm. And every, everything's going to be just fine in here. And it's going to be a nice time. And a lot well, of people... That might will, not be that great of a... 
Oh man, I can't chuck oh, you right. shit. Right. You're, like, you're like, hey, treat, treat my lady the way I treat. As soon as he said yeah. that, I was like, my neck got you're, tight. I was like, you're shit, like, oh, what? You, my, my man chokes me out. Right, right. That's what you got to say. You got to treat my lady. I have bad memories about that. You got to treat my lady with full respect. I kept on thinking, all I thought about was like, somebody's just like, oh yeah, and like slapping you. I'm like, oh my God. Hey, you're revealing all your secrets here. No, I've had a sexual encounter with something that we talked about it on a show where I was sleeping with strong dick yeah (laughs) you can have that yeah in the middle of uh, us having sex he just slapped me out of nowhere mm. yeah. and at first I was like oh okay well I didn't stop him I, was yeah. like, I went with it but then he slapped me again and I was like okay oh, well, hell no this is too much and he slapped me hard my I was face was say, like the second time was harder right the yeah. both time, both times yeah the first one was a test yeah, right both <laughs> times were right. hard yeah and I was like okay no wait a minute so yes I definitely can see how that was, was your safe word more uh, <laughs> yes please I didn't even know I needed a safe word harder so I was that's my very, safe word I was very shocked I, I, I have a legit question because yeah. I'm curious about this seriously so you, when you go to a playroom so mm-hmm. you have these are people in the playroom so you haven't met before to go on a date with them how do you know like consent rules sometimes we have met with them in person I mean there are there if you're at a club you will meet a bunch of strangers. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all in the lifestyle and they're all there for, because they're freaky people. But what typically happens is you shouldn't have a conversation with people about, hey, what are the rules? Are you guys right. are you guys down to fuck? Are you soft swap couple? Or are you full swap couple? Because not everybody that goes to a, a lifestyle club wants to fuck. Maybe they just right. want to do girl on girl. So you have a conversation with them. Yeah, um, and you do it casually. And it's, yeah. it's a, mm-hmm. over drinks and you're having fun, conversation areas. It's not like you're already trying to rip clothes off and stuff right. it never mm-hmm. works like that it's always cool and in fact when we meet a couple a sexy couple that we find attractive because they're smart or we like their pictures and they, they come across as nice people we usually have a nice online interaction with them so we'll use the kick messenger mm-hmm. we'll have a phone call yeah if we're gonna meet them at the club we don't care if they're flakes because it can be 50 to 60 other couples yeah mm-hmm. but if we have a date with them then we want to make sure they're the real couple because a lot of fakers out there a lot of single dudes that are hey yeah my wife she's traveling right now but send me pictures of your wife uh, um, oh, right. let's do a threesome first and when my wife gets back into town then uh, I'll bring my wife into the threesome. Right. You already know. Like yeah. you're a single dude and you're just you're just trying to get some right. stuff. Or right. sometimes you meet a couple and then you can tell one of the partners isn't really into it. They're just mm, kind of going along for the ride. The person. So we always do some kind of meet and greet either at the club, we talk over drinks, or outside the club, just at a you know, getting coffee or right. at a bar somewhere, just to check chemistry. Mm-hmm. And if we're feeling it, we might play that night. We might just save it for another day and say, hey, you know what? It was nice to meet you guys, but, you know, we're, we're going to get the fuck out of here <laughs> and, right. and meet some other time. You know, yeah. when you uh, establish chemistry with a couple, it's important to know that sometimes you uh, sometimes you don't end up playing and you end up just becoming a friendly to them. And then you can play in the future, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the club scenario, generally, we uh, we won't play at the club. Like We go to Club Joy or something like that. Generally, we'll go there to network, make friends. Yeah. And then from there, we'll yank someone out and have a private date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a couple of things. you got to keep your uh, 
your image. So we're not the couple that goes and like fucking a bunch of other people in the middle of the playroom like every weekend. Sure, sure, sure. There's mm-hmm. couples that do that. And you look at them, you're like, that's never going to happen because mm-hmm. we know those guys, man. They're over there yeah. raw dogging two, three couples on a weekend, okay? Right. Yeah. So we, and you, you get to know people after you meet them. So that's the dangerous part is like, hey, look at that nice couple. And they invite you to the playroom. You, you really don't know who they are yet. Right. It's better yeah. to do a little reconnaissance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, who are they? Ask around. Hey, what do you think about this couple? Mm-hmm. You know, just get some basic background and then make that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a dating a lot, game. It's, a lot, it's, it's dating all like, over again. It's like dating. I was going to say that. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a lot of terminology. Yeah. It's like yeah. Dating, oh, we're going to hook you up. Research, a lot of research. It's like military dating. Tactical stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> well, I think it also, what you guys are doing, this makes sense too, because I, I don't know if this is true, but I would imagine that uh, it would be easier for a female to find sexual partners than for a, ma- a married married female than a married male uh, once a person knows that. Although you guys are in a community where they that's sort of already up front. Yeah, that's right. If you're mm-hmm. acting as an individual in the lifestyle, the guys will have a more difficult time. Yeah, if you're a single definitely. chick, you can show up anywhere and... Well, yeah. look, we sometimes Free we don't. Dick. We Free don't dick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we don't gravitate to single chicks. Honestly, like that's mm-hmm. not really our thing. That's Some not guys my jam. Love that. That's not his jam. No, because yeah. here's the thing: because you're in a threesome, someone's always a little bit left out. Mm-hmm. And then so, and I don't mind that. If if you're a guy who just likes to sit back and drink and enjoy and watching, that's fine too. But so the couple thing is the best thing because everyone's in action, everyone's cool, and let's just say someone's. Uh, plumbing's not working properly, mm-hmm. then you can do other stuff. Right, and right, someone's right. always in yeah. action, which is really cool. So yeah, we do prefer couples, but yeah, man, they call them the unicorns, right? The single chicks, mm-hmm. because they're kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, And people think, we're going to go to the club, there's going to be a wall of chicks, all, mm, all right? awesome, ready to do they stuff. They be with a couple. Yeah, and you yeah. show up, and, and you look around, and you're like, there's one chick, and she's drunk and she's, she's <laughs> yeah. lying in the middle of the playroom. She parted no a little bit too her. much. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's about consent. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, she's drunk. Right. I'm yeah. not touching her. Right. Yeah. All right. So you got to be real careful. Guys. Okay. So Club Joy will not allow single males to enter. Other clubs like Club Freedom Makers in San Bernardino right off the 15 and yeah, two, 215, mm-hmm. they will allow single males on, on, certain on nights. Wednesdays and Sundays. Yeah. So mm-hmm. single male can pay a fee and go inside. Still got to be cool though. Just because you're a single guy, you can't be walking around nude, swinging it around yeah. near, yeah. near your knees. There's right? still an etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still, still got to be a cool person. Still, everything applies of the, of the dating world, right? You do yeah. a dating segment, right? Yeah. Everything applies. You still got to be a nice person. Still got to have conversation. Everyone knows why that single guy's there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit there and and, and make it make it thick and engorged so people <laughs> oh, can God. see the shadow. Right, and be exactly. Like, hey, see the I'm, veins this, popping. This, out. this is what I'm Start popping thumbing it. Today, you know, yeah. yeah. So you still got to be nice. But what what would be the proper etiquette if somebody was to go to one of these places? Well, you're already. <laughs> you should know this. I mean, you should want to know this, Dino. Why, why, why should I want to know? Because it, it can go in your PowerPoint. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's right. This is all, this is all research. We're going right. to We're gonna help you convince your wife. Yeah, well, no, yeah. That PowerPoint is imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> you, you still need a place to live, man. Yeah. Right. You know? right. So. So the big thing about being in the lifestyle is that people are generally very respectful. Now, if we meet a couple uh, or anybody at the club, if you're going to touch somebody, you should ask, hey, is it okay to touch you? Generally, it's if a girl starts touching another chick, touching titties Mm -hmm. and kissing, making out, that usually kind of sets things off. And then... And then the guys might just come behind and start touching. We were very mechanical in the beginning when we first. We were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that mechanical? Oh, when man. about asking for 
permission to touch. I'd be, hi, can I touch your tits? And then the girl would say yes. And then I'd, I'd lean back to my husband and say, she said I could touch her tits. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd, I'd say, say her yeah, to my lady. Ask her, ask her if I can touch her tits. And then I'd say, well, can my husband touch your tits? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure, fine. Go ahead. And then I'd tell him, she said you could touch her tits. <laughs> and then, and then I'd be like, yeah. and then I'd announce it. Okay, here I go. It was horrible. Yeah. We were the okay, worst. I'm about Shut to do the it. fuck up and touch my tits. Already. Right. Like the 35 year old virgins or something <laughs> in the club. But at least you guys are trying to respect people's, yeah. you know, yeah, privacy face. and their it's, right to whatever. So that's, you know. It's more natural now. It, it's yeah. all about respect. You know, and you can imagine the woman that we were touching that we had asked permission to touch, she was sitting on her husband's cock. She was uh, riding him. Wow. So she was already in action. So after a while, she was just like, yeah, whatever. Just touch me already. Yeah. Shut up. And then another, another couple stepped up and they just started touching him without asking. And we freaked out. We're like, oh, <gasps> they didn't ask. We were brand yeah. new. We were brand new. And now, now my, see, even lady to lady, they have to ask permission. Like my lady okay. will not I just do. touch a yes. girl. She'll go up and say, oh, I, oh, I love your titties. Oh, may I, may I caress mm-hmm. them? Yeah. And then the girl usually, oh yeah. And she'll pop it out. And that usually starts setting the tone, which is cool. Usually the ladies get it started. Yeah. Listen to her voice, though. Anybody come I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> can, I, right can I caress your press? Hey. I need to start mm. working on my sexy voice. That's all I know. <laughs> Forget her voice. Look at her. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, you know Thank what? Thank you, guys. I appreciate she, she that. She uses that hip, hip, hypnotic voice. You know, the Sullivan nod when you're at a mm. se- you're getting sold something at a, at a store? Yes. Oh, would you like to buy that? And they're nodding yes, yes already, right? Yeah. So she, she's like, right. y- y- you would like me to touch your tit, correct? Right? right. <laughs> I assume it. <laughs> You're like, all of a sudden, yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. So I have, a, I have a question. Okay, well, let me say this first. In my mind, the majority of couples work this way uh, as far as they're... I'm, I'm sure it's, a spe- it's all over the spectrum, but I'm thinking uh, maybe most guys are hetero and most women are, are bi. I think that would be the, the majority of the makeup in the swinging world. Am I correct or is that wrong? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Most guys are straight. Most women are bi, mm-hmm. bisexual to some extent. The more they drink, the more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone, even the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> even the dudes, man. Right. I'm just so, so part of, part of the conversation that we had when we started this whole thing was, you know, I brought up to my husband. I said, "Babe, I think I'm interested in women. I'd like to try chicks." And he's like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know. Like, I'd never eaten pussy. I'd never got. I mean, I didn't make out with a girl i was this good catholic school girl so when we when we got into the lifestyle it was primarily for me to have experiences with other women i didn't want dudes touching me at all it just it wasn't until we met a couple that i felt comfortable with that that kind of grew but even now i am i would describe myself as bi comfortable i'm not curious anymore about mm-hmm. it there are different terms like bi curious bi comfortable so bi comfortable she's cool with it she'll do stuff with a chick yeah um, if there's chemistry double headed dildo play yeah she'll eat a girl out she'll let herself get eaten out yeah, but even then there has to be a certain level of attraction like I'll Absolutely. show a picture oh, I'll show her pictures awesome. yeah for sure yeah, right. it's not gonna happen you know people have this thing hey do swingers do they just like fuck everybody no that's not true right? ridiculous yeah. right and people think that oh, oh those our neighbors are swingers let's knock on their door right? in, our, in our robes yeah <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work that way man. the robes that open you guys <laughs> no no. <laughs> no but see you know what that's what people think about gay dudes yeah sure. like, that's, that's right that's right, oh, that's right. Like, no, no exactly that's not true right. I will fuck a lot of guys yeah <laughs> but not every the guy. right the right ones yeah. yeah let me go back to the to, to Dino's question the there is a community within the lifestyle mm-hmm. of bisexual dudes as well. Yes. So there's some podcasts out there that, that'll deal with that. 
but mm. the guy and a lot of the straight guys won't want that or you're in the lifestyle a lot of guys are real cool like hey you do your thing you have that in your head you love to do stuff with guys to the man that's fine but in our interaction let's just focus on the chicks and then mm. the lifestyle they're really accepting the lifestyle mm. with the lgbtq community they're and, and I'm sorry, I didn't say all the letters, man. I mean, That's right okay. now there's like 12 letters, right? I just call them the alphabet community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really accepting, man. They're, it's, it's all-encompassing. They're cool people. Look, you're already uh, sexually open-minded. That takes a certain type of person, a certain mm -hmm. type of character. Mm -hmm. And we believe it's someone who's a little bit more evolved mentally in that sexual aspect. Because yeah. you're beyond the, oh, don't touch my wife. She's supposed to be mine forever. It's right. like, no, hey, touch my wife. Give her pleasure. Just be respectful. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay? since, you, you know. since you brought that up, because that's... That's where I want I want to go next. Where I want to, I'm thinking for the most part you probably have to I don't know maybe be born that way. Some people are wired that way. I, I guess some people can achieve it, but how does the whole jealousy thing work? Like how do people get beyond that? Or did you guys have to deal with that at all? At all or were you guys just already more evolved and more you just wired to the sense that like oh it's all good as long as everybody you know is following the rules it's just, it's all good or was there any there, there was some jealousy we in had the beginning. On yeah, this part on both. On both, on both, on both. Oh, yeah. and um, we were already very committed as a couple before we got into this, and 13 we were year, thirteen years in. Yeah, yeah. and so, very strong as a couple. But there were moments when you know we were still learning. We had learning curves. We had we didn't we were pushing boundaries on a couple of occasions, and we wanted to make sure things were fair for each other. And on a couple of the dates, there's one date that we went on initially where this couple, they did what we call divide and conquer, and yeah, they separated us. Yeah. yeah, they separated us, and we yeah. talk about that on episode two. On, on yeah. Episode, yeah, episode two, two yeah. No, episode, episode three, I, I rather, rather, which one was it? Episode three was no, it. was four, it was four. Episode four, yeah. <laughs> but look, even in the fantasies, that's we, right. We were we had some arguments in the fantasies, because mm -hmm. I would ask her, hey, and this is how our conversation got started. We're drinking, we're playing Sexy Truth or Dare on our phone, on the app, we just put random names in there, people who we thought would be cool, you know, to do stuff with. Real and people or real pe people who we yeah. knew. You, you, okay. you can put whoever you want, but we was people that we knew that mm -hmm. maybe there's a chance, and that would that's what made it more real, made mm -hmm. it more freaky. Right? Hey, go in, the t take so and so in the closet for thirty seconds. You know, I was like, wow, your mind is like, oh. And then she'd ask yeah. me, tell me exactly what you're doing. But then I started asking my lady, hey, uh, besides me, don't include me. Who's one of your best lovers? Dino Reed. Damn. Who's the guy? Dino. Who had, who had the largest dick? <laughs> Dino. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the most suave? <laughs> <laughs> and then that that, would, that that got me a little pissed off because mm, she started yeah. naming the names, and these are guys right before me, and mm -hmm. I knew that I knew the yeah. negative stories of these people, and now we're fantasizing about the mm -hmm. positive aspect that mm -hmm. she had with this positive stories mm -hmm. that she had with these people. Oh, you know, we had sex here, we would stop here, we'd go to the you know in the freeway off ramp in the interchange, whatever. Like, how come we never did that? Get a little pissed. Well, fantasies, fantasy land for us but we at, we were asking we were asking each other what well, the things you've done mm -hmm. about things we actually so did with our exes she and just stuff she told me legit yeah. stuff and okay. i started getting a little bit like oh but then i found myself i was getting pissed off but also getting turned on like i wanted to see that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then so you what you have to do is you have to train yourself because we mentioned it earlier in the lifestyle we believe that people have to be a bit more evolved mentally not necessarily spiritually, be a little bit more evolved mentally. If you take a look at how we evolve as humans, we're very sexual beings. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone knows that you're in that pool and, and you, you're putting your pussy near that, that water return. Mm -hmm. They know the water returns right there and they, they know yeah. it feels real good. It's, it's sending that water <laughs> right, to, right to your crotch, okay? And we're very sexual beings and we just have to um, get in touch with it because it's been repressed for so long and we had that challenge in the beginning. Argued, 
did stuff with couples. Hey, why'd you do that? That was only a fantasy. Why would you Why would you suck in that guy's dick right away? Yeah. Well, I thought since we talked about it in fantasy that I was cool to do. I was like, no, that was our fantasy. Right. So we we got to a point to where now the fantasies are just as bad as what we would do. <laughs> so we're cool. Look, if, if you if you're in tune and you're secure and you have to have trust in your life, you have to tr- have a lot of love and stability. If you have those elements. Then you can, and you're in the room, and you watch your lady or your husband doing stuff. It should add to the freaky aspect. It should add to your yeah. own sex life because you get back together and you have sex where you, you know, you reunite. It's kind of like reclamate. You reclaim your person. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, makeup sex. Mm-hmm. A lot of people and listeners out there will, oh man, that was some of the best sex. They can we relate to up, that. Mm-hmm. We came back and it was the hottest see me encounter. Well, that can happen almost every time you have an encounter. It's hot, man. So the jealousy doesn't even come into play after a while. Mm. You'll have challenges at the beginning, but you have to be strong. So don't get into the lifestyle if you are on shaky grounds. Right. If you argue about like who left the cereal bottle, you know, simple things. Yeah. And this is not something that you should. It's not a fix to a relationship. It 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 is never a fix. It's something that will add to your overall relationship. Uh, It never to supplement like oh it's failing, so let's go fuck other people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. I have two. Questions, um, semi-related. First of all, the club aspect of it is that expensive? It's actually way cheaper than going oh, out to a regular club. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's you have to have a membership, or do you? How well, like that sixty work? bucks a couple, right? Well, it's, there's right. there is like a lot of the clubs will have like an annual membership, so it's like a small fifty dollar fee for the whole year. They do that because they have to be legit. It has to be a true association. Yeah. Uh, so you pay a membership. It's it's not open to the public. Right, so that's right. It's a private club. It's a private club, and you right. have to fill out some kind of profile and have like a conversation or some kind of vetting call with the owner. Well, the club Joy does that, and then um, so you just can't show up at the club and like I walk in. No, no walk in. Yeah, you have to be. You have do to it, have the membership. Do yeah. it ahead of time, and then you pay your annual fee, which is usually low, under a hundred dollars. Yeah, and then you'll pay your nightly access fee. Your cover, mm-hmm. and then that's for the couple, couple's mm-hmm. price. So, and there's people that get together. Hey, two single people, a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. will get together and they'll sign up. And get a profile as a couple, and then they can go to the club. And then once they're inside, sometimes you'll see these people, they separate. Mm, yeah. Or they'll do stuff, and they're just there to have fun with other people. Right. And so, or they're just there to have a great time because they, you go to Hollywood and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. You're parking, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. everything, yeah. it's a, an ordeal. You go to Club Joy in downtown, everything's cheap, it's a great time, and they're open until five in the morning. And oh, you wow. bring your, it's a private club. Yeah, and you bring so, your own booze. Yeah, and so you don't have the drink expense. Right, it's a right, really right. nice time, actually. And then my second question is how do you identify? People say you can't afford a club or there's no clubs in your town. Is there a way to find your people? Yes. And what's up with the rings? You you oh. look for the black <laughs> ring. Uh, uh, I'm showing you the black ring on the right hand. Now look. Usually the, on the ring finger, the right hand. It has to be on the ring finger because if you see a black ring in the middle finger, that's someone who's asexual or someone who's like celibate, right? That, really? You don't, you don't want it in the middle. What? I don't there's know groups, that. There's groups out there, so you don't want to put it in the middle. Wait, I wait, had wait, one. wait, wait. I have a question. If you're asexual, why do you need a group? Yeah, right? I'm curious. I missed the... Why? What do you need yeah. for? No, I... For what? You so know, you can crochet together with. <laughs> right. Like, and meet. Starbucks and together. do nothing. <laughs> have a lot of friends to not fuck. Right. <laughs> to do nothing with. Yeah, so... This is, that's his regular life. Yeah. So like, black, 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 black ring on your right ring finger. finger. Yeah. At a glance, yeah. from across the room, you'll be able to tell, hey, yeah. that's someone who is possibly sexually open let's go yeah. say hello and then mm-hmm. if someone approaches us and we're wearing our rings we don't wear them everywhere but if we're down to meet someone then we're, we're, we'll wear them hey, that's why they're on here today right oh. yeah. that's, cool. <laughs> that's funny that's a, because i i actually my my wedding ring is a black band oh okay 
Shut up, Dave. <laughs> hey, Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm wondering how y'all all know each other. You have a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Said, it's making sense. They just said they don't play with single dudes, so. <laughs> you are married. My wife is not. Shoot. That's what you tell. That's what he tells us. He's like, I, I wear a black cock ring. I got a black cock ring. <laughs> Let me show them that. Right. Exactly. True. Two point, Dino. Two point. <laughs> yeah, but the black rings are one way to identify okay. swingers, and then there, there are other like habits and kind of things you could set. Like, hey, is my neighbor a swinger? I'm not sure, but if if your neighbor stops going to the, like the street block parties, they stop doing stuff in the community, or they're always going to Cancun because there are several mm-hmm. like freaky I'll, resorts in Cancun. Away. Always getting away, come back with no tan lines, no pictures, <laughs> <laughs> no there, pictures there, of their vacation. There's a lot of swinger <laughs> clubs in Cancun. Coat. Really? Yeah. yeah. And so they're always going to Mexican resorts and stuff. And also, if they they seem very in love, like yeah. your neighbors, if you they seem very in love with each other, and they've been married for a long time, there's usually something else going on that keeps mm-hmm. that passion ignited, that spark. Yeah, yeah. There's something going on. They're either doing stuff or they have wonderful fantasies. Because uh, yeah, that's usually the way it goes. And you you'd be surprised that people who you see at these swing clubs, we've run into some people, man. I mean, you'll meet. I mean, seriously, all across the board, people that you've worked with. And like school teachers, doctors, oh, lawyers, see, I was attorneys. Ask if you've ever run into people from real life, and you have. We have. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, have. we enjoy cigars, and there's a, this one uh, couple that we met at a meet and greet, mm. and they said, Hey, we know you from that cigar place in downtown. Yeah. We're like, Yeah. They're like, I always wondered why you always had you always had a couple with you. You always had we always do meet and greets at the uh-huh, cigar place. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew this about you because you guys were always with couples and you were sitting all flirty and then you'd sit like with the swapped girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah. That's one of our techniques. We're like, hey, if you guys ever want to try cigars, you know, we'll introduce you. We love cigars, so my lady, she's really good. You know, showing the cut, the ritual, mm-hmm. lighting up, mm-hmm. and all that. And then so a lot of people are like, a lot of couples, they'll say, oh, I love that. So, oh, yeah, here, let's do a full swap cigar style. My husband <laughs> is going to teach you how to cut and light your cigar. So I take the chick, uh-huh. get her real close, you know. It's a little do foreplay. A mm-hmm. whiskey on her. Oh, share the, oh, yeah. They share the cigar, <laughs> you let, know. Let me infuse mm-hmm. my cigar with some Monistat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but here, you guys, now you guys have been together for a while. As you mentioned, uh-huh. and you guys actually are parents too, right? How does yeah. that help or hinder your lifestyle? Well, we do have to do some planning when we go out, but um, we we keep the lifestyle separate from family mm-hmm. from family life. So, so it's not on the family calendar on their fridge. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like play date, not for you. Not for you. It's a play date. Date night, right? Well, yeah. The, the other thing with with couples is that. Um, when, when you talk about the family thing, there's a lot of planning involved for sure, but um, at the same time, the, uh, the couples that you're meeting are also generally parents, the people that we like, so they're just as involved, mm-hmm. and we enjoy that. There's a common aspect, commonality, mm-hmm. but I want the, the listeners especially, you guys get it, we, ha- we were talking earlier, but the listeners especially... You don't discuss your sexual life with your children today. Right. right. So you don't tell them what you do. Mm-mm. Maybe right. they walked in on you and stuff. That's fine. Oh, we were just playing car and garage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that before. We were just playing doctor, right? <laughs> uh, but since you don't discuss your everyday sexual life with people, uh, generally you're not going to discuss uh, y- your other activities such as swinging with your loved ones either. You're, right. you're part of the secret society, mm-hmm. the naughty society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's a secret. 
Yeah. Yeah, you have to be initiated to find out all the juicy details. Oh, oh. Right now. we initiate you, okay? You yeah. Can, you, we, you don't even know until you're being initiated. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah. So this is. You have to purify yourselves in the waters of Lake, Lake Minnetonka. Minnetonka. Yeah. 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 We got to so, douse you with milk. Oh my god! So these are the kind of things that you guys talk about on your shows, and you guys offer yeah. uh, 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 helpful advice to people that are interested in the community and people that are in the community already. How they can be more successful in the community mm-hmm. is that correct? Yeah. What, yeah. What's your top tip for like somebody that's already out there that's not like wow, nobody wants to fuck us? And tell people where they can find your show while we're at it. Sure, you, you can f- do that first. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find our show on our website at PriorySociety.com. Spell it. P-R-I-O-R-Y-S-O-C-I-T. No. Sorry. <laughs> She's like, P-R-O Society. I was a good speller in school. It's PriorySociety.com. I, uh, hopefully, uh, Dino put a, a link in the show notes. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I knew I was going to mess that hey. up when you so said just it. click the link when you listen to the show. <laughs> no, it's, it's worse if you stutter, too. you got to go over there to the... I'm sorry you missed that word. Vishnu, if you could spell Priority Society, you will win the spelling bee. And you know what, guys? We were concerned about that because we know the name. It's a mouthful. And you're like, hey, how do you spell that? Most people can't say it. They People say priority. Mm-hmm. Right. Priority. <laughs> and I thought so, it was the typo. I, t- right. I corrected Dino. He just looked at me like, where were you talking about? It's <laughs> yeah. priority. It's he was priority. like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually ended up getting a domain called sexylifestylepodcast.com. Okay. And that points right to it. Sexylifestylepodcast.com. That's where they can find us. And yes, we do get into some techniques. We like to keep it entertaining. We have fun. Like I said, we're usually drinking and having a good time in the studio. And so the top technique, top tip for someone that uh, you ask, hey, how do I get become more attractive to people? How do I get people to want to fuck me? Mm-hmm. Is you got to remember that people have a very low attention span and quick attention span. The best way to get more traction and become more attractive is to you start becoming more congruent with yourself, but then use the best marketing tool out there, your Cassidy profile, your Tinder account, whatever yeah. it is you're using. You have to realize that when they look at that picture, you have to capture their imagination and their curiosity in a very quick moment. And then develop your profile. So talk about yourself. Show them what the kinds, the kinds of things that you like to do. Okay? You can't just say, hey, I love sex. I have a lot of stamina. And I, I, I'm looking for you know, hot women or hot chicks or hot dudes. It has to be a little bit more than that because that's a given. Mm-hmm. Right. So a picture of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a nice picture of you doing some cool stuff. Maybe you like to go hike the stairs over there or, or you know, run in Canyon or so you're doing some backpacking or maybe you're, you're on a trip. Mm-hmm. Something that shows a little culture, something that yeah. shows, hey, I love to do this stuff. You know, maybe a picture of you in the studio. Hey, I love to do this stuff. I have, you know, I'm involved in a podcast. I'm a dope ass podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say even one episode like, like, like you at the shooting range because you that's might right. attract somebody else that's, that's interested in guns. That have stuff in common. Yeah. Yeah. Cigars. Exactly. You're, you're, you're trying to portray yourself and really try to put your personality, try to let your personality come through on your profile and show things you're interested in outside of the lifestyle. Be yourself. Yeah. Mm Because if I see somebody with a cigar pick, I'm like, damn, we got to meet them. If anything, we'll just, you know, we'll have a nice smoke and we'll, we'll have a sexy conversation. So we'll make friends that way. Mm -hmm. And then they might have another sexy couple friend. Mm. Even if you don't hit it off with them, the thing is that like attracts other you know people who are like-minded yeah. so you it's a small community and before you know it you go to the clubs you're meeting people on meet and greets you're not going to play with everyone there's about a 10 percent success rate of the people oh. that you meet that you end up fucking oh wow oh yeah because people are picky you're picky as well mm-hmm. and then they may be sometimes their politics come it comes out and you know what 
another big no-no. Mm-hmm. Do not share your politics with people because you may have such a beautiful physical chemistry and then you blurt something out about, oh, so-and-so, and then all of a sudden, mm. you're not sexy anymore. You're like, oh. Yeah, your wiener goes yeah. limp. You just did non-sexy talk, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You don't bring that up. Don't start talking this to me about... This motherfucker voted for Trump. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't talk to me about that exhaust you put on your car, man. Right, exactly. The radio, yeah. the amplifier you got. Like, no one cares about that. <laughs> right. You've got to keep it sexy. All right? right. And so, yeah, we're, develop your profile because, yeah. especially nowadays, people are... Um, you, you look at sales techniques, right? You look at Amazon. They want you to buy something with very few clicks. Mm. Hey, one click buy, right? You can go to Amazon right now. You can speak it to your little device. Hey, buy me some more detergent. It's going to be on the mail, right? In the mail right away. Yeah. And so you want people to look at the profile and say, wow, let me send them a flirt. Oh, this, these people look real cool. Let me send them a, a quick hello, how are mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, that's a, a real quick way to get yeah. some additional attraction right away. Oh, that's a good tip. How, how often do you guys play? Like maybe once a month or once a week or how often do you guys play? It, it depends. It's not, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say once a week is, is a lot. I mean, we'll yeah. go out, sometimes we'll go out to meet and greets where it's, it's a kind of a party or get together. Somebody organized at even a hotel or a place where no touching or play happens. Mm-hmm. And Just we'll a bar meet people. or restaurant. Yeah, a bar, a restaurant, or sometimes we'll go to a club joy in downtown LA. We don't even go that often. We might go once a month, maybe less. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be in Vegas, and we'll you know we'll put up what they call a rendezvous, saying, "Hey, hey guys, we're on our Cassidy profile, like a we'll, date request." Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna be in Vegas from this date to this date. You know, if you're gonna be in town and you like what you see, hit us up for drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it doesn't necessarily lead into play. So we, we right. just have to scope the situation. And so the quick answer to that is we do not play often. Most yeah. lifestylers will play a few times a year. Okay. It's surprising. Mm-hmm. There are some couples that you'll see at the club no, every week. Because there's so much fucking work involved. I would be surprised if you guys play yeah. a couple times a year. Really. And, and yeah. you have to have four <laughs> four people make a four-way connection. Right. That's harder than you think no, it, it would no, be. It, it, it makes sense because look how many people out here are single trying to make a connection with just one, one person. person. Right. Yeah. And having a, hard, a yeah. really hard time. Oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. you're trying to multiply that by four? Like, what the fuck? That's where that 10% comes from yeah. yeah all those factors involved but when it does happen it's amazing the thing is we have a thing called fill your funnel mm-hmm. and we teach on our podcast people can go and listen in and we teach a bunch of techniques that are going to help increase your your flow your lead flow it's all sales man i hate to say it you're selling all the time you're marketing <laughs> all the time but it really is yeah. so you increase your amount of followers and you increase your amount of people clicking through and so forth then you can start sorting them okay that's a cool couple and then be, you create a nice flow will increase your odds of having a good time and we look we're we're about friends first yeah we like to meet friends because we want to have the sexy adult conversations that you can't have at work right that you can't have because you're going to get in trouble you Mm -hmm. can't have them with the people at church man Mm -hmm. (laughs) i told you that already yeah you did (laughs) i noticed a lot of things that you guys talk about starts with mind stuff Yes. Like it's about setting the mood. It's about right. the, the talk, the sexy talk. You like the sexy talk, getting in the mood, all this stuff like that. Attitude, like a, yeah. I, I think most people think like, oh, again, these people just get together and fuck everybody. Right, because like, it's like some, the room, some level of expectation. Yeah, it's a common misperception yeah. right. for sure. But it's a, it's really, it starts with your, your head being in the game, literally. And um, it, it starts with how you feel about yourself first. And your, and your confidence, sexy, like we said, sexy is kind of state of, is a state of mind. And you can be, you can be a big girl, a petite, skinny girl. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody has an attractive, something that they're attracted to. If you smile a lot and you're confident. Yeah. 
there, there's something That's called right. sapiosexual. Right. Yeah. Right. So that a sapiosexual to intelligent people. Right. Yeah. They're attracted to the mind. So you don't have to have a perfect body. I mean, we're not perfect. We, yeah. We're working on ourselves. We're I, I'd say we're always works in progress. Yeah. But um, sure. but you don't have to be the the 10 perfect 10 model type with a six pack mm-hmm. abs. There's there is that out there. But people are you will never assume what someone is attracted to. So don't let that, you know, screw with your with your mental game. Some people don't even confidence. like the hard body. Yeah. So people yeah, don't yeah. like that. You, Cause you can make them feel inferior sometimes mm. they're not perfect or they feel you're going to be looking in the mirror the whole time mm. or you know, you, they feel like, Hey, if your, your priority is your body, you know, what are you doing for work, man? Mm-hmm. Are you at the gym every day, all day? Mm-hmm. What, what, what else are you doing? You know, <laughs> yeah. High we know a lot of people who are super fit who are, you know, not the epitome of success in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And they're just super fit and that's all they have to go on. That's, yeah. you know, that, that doesn't, that only takes you so far. And so, but uh, yeah, the success rate is amazing. You just got to keep working on it. And mm-hmm. uh, what else do you want to add uh, about uh, that thread that you were on right now? I was just thinking that a sexy smile and confidence goes a lot farther than you know the size of your dress or the size of your pants. Yeah. I want to say a quick thing here. We have a background in hypnotherapy and hypnosis. Oh, that's and what the voice is. Yeah. Oh, we, that's why I'm yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Ah. Ah. <laughs> You're in trance right now. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our, our podcasting studio used to be a therapy room. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. we have recliner, the whole thing. We took everything out and put some uh, studio equipment in there. And so we, for quite some time, we were doing breakthrough sessions. You know, hey, I'm having an issue with this. And so we know, and I also do business trainings, something that I love to do aside from the real estate stuff. And, uh, you know, show people how to set up their companies and all that, how to attract financing, things like that. And we know that it all starts in the head. So if you feel that you're some kind of failure, or you feel like you don't deserve it, or you feel like you're, here are the main emotions, anger, sadness, fear, and guilt. Mm-hmm. If you have any of those lingering in your mind, really tough to break through and move forward because you're constantly looking back. And so what we've done is we've taken our training from the business side, from the hypnotherapy side, hypnosis, from the breakthrough peak performance stuff that we've taught in the past to thousands and thousands of students, and we've applied it now to the lifestyle. When people listen to our podcast, the tools they get, no bullshit. I mean, people pay thousands of dollars to be in a room to learn techniques to make you better at your job, make you better at your relationship, make you better at, at, at your, uh, in, in your athletic game, right? Uh, some of the best pros out there, everyone has a coach, right? Hey, mm-hmm. look at, you want to you shoot like that dude shoots the ball from the three-point line? Well, look at his elbow. Look how it's pointed. Look where his feet are. Mm. Uh, so you study excellence called neuro-linguistic programming. We have background in NLP. And so the study of excellence leads you to dominating the mind. When you start getting your mind right, hey, man, you're going to fuck a lot of people if you want the lifestyle. Yeah. But if you get your mind right, you're going to move forward in your career and so forth. So that's where Everything you mentioned better, it's, yeah. it's, it's about the mind. because I wanted you yeah. guys to come on do, do some of that on me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we already were, did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But my pendulum is my dick. That's I'm going to swing it. Okay. I'm going to swing okay. it right in front of your face, dude. Yeah, dude. I need you to do that for the business side, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got me hypnotized for the lifestyle. But now, <laughs> my penis is not that big. Me. It doesn't swing a lot. Just kinda, oh, so I'm just like this? I'm not like this? I move my whole body and it vibrates slightly. It's like a little meat button. And while she's down there, she'll read your balls and tell you your future. Exactly. The perfect exchange. So what would you guys say are the the biggest two or three misconceptions that people have about the lifestyle that you run into? I'd say one of the big ones is that they think swingers are people who will just are down to fuck anybody anywhere. And that's right. and that's not true. There's a lot of dating in 
communication involved and their people are swingers in general are pretty selective mm -hmm. so what was the, what was another one the you other, had babe yeah the other one is that swingers are you know these guys driving around in 1970 Ford Econoline rape bands yeah with a they got mullets and they're they're out there doing all these drugs and they're hanging out and they're living like in you know Woodstock they're living Did like 60s and 70s <laughs> yeah, and you never want to rape. That's not a that's not a good thing. Right. There's a <laughs> No, there, right. it, it's not good. Hey, there's a comedian oh. out there. You guys remember Louis C.K.? Yeah. A comedian. Mm -hmm. he, he did this bit. We went to see him in concert at the Universal Amphitheater when mm -hmm. I was still around. And he did this bit that was pretty funny but dark, right? He says, <laughs> you know, you guys never want to rape, and, and I'll tell you why. It's just not a good thing. But the only time it's okay is if you really love someone, you really like someone, but they don't like you back. <laughs> how, how else are you going to get some action? <laughs> so stupid. So, get that disclaimer here. Hey, man. Don't do it. And don't do <laughs> it. Right. Right. Not a good thing. No. Right, right. Unless you really, really like somebody. Yeah. Then. Another misconception is that the swingers, uh, especially nowadays, that swingers are like super fit and they're all into like Ooh, fancy type people. It's, it's not. All across, you'll meet people that have, you know, they work as a mechanic. You'll meet people that are neurologists. We had a date recently mm -hmm. and this guy's a brain surgeon, man. And well, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, and we we were at the, they were at the J W Marriott in downtown, fancy, you know, five hundred dollar mm -hmm. night room, and so it's different, right? Right. And his wife, super hot, man. Yeah. And I can tell you this: a lot of people will also uh, say, as a misconception, swingers they fuck a lot, and they don't. Mm -hmm. We've just talked about how maybe a few times a year. Yeah. And that proof is that one couple we just met uh, a week ago, they uh, they get out and play maybe twice a year. Oh. And he was out here for a big convention big medical convention and mm -hmm. and so he was like hey want to do stuff yeah so the, the fancy type people that play very little and then the people who go to the club they're just more skanky mm -hmm. you just got to watch it out okay. watch out your watch your yeah. back you know okay. just gotta yeah although i will say as a team as a married couple we've gotten more dick and pussy than we did individually before we met <laughs> individually. we're a good team as a team man it's yeah. a good thing yeah wow. seriously so wait you guys good mentioned question. something earlier about the divide and conquer thing but then mm -hmm. i noticed that you guys say when you guys go to the cigar lounge you guys do like a yeah, version we're, we're right yeah. there though we're yeah. at the same table yeah. i just happen to have ah. the chick in my lap <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she's here. The man feels safe because he watches He's his wife. There, He's huh? there. Yeah. She's sexy. She's with me. Uh, the, no one's going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't take her to the bathroom. Nothing like that. Uh, right. If the ladies might go to the bathroom and she's. I've done the, that. And then she, well, no, but they go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I ask my lady, I'm like, so what you do in the bathroom? She's like, oh, she went down on me real fast in the stall. Like at a restaurant. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Sometimes they can't help themselves. <laughs> or you. Or, 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 or my me. lady can't help. Or she can't help herself. Man. Okay. But here's the thing. Y'all sitting there talking to them in them sexy voices. <laughs> right. Hypnotizing them. Stuff. Crossing my legs. Uh -huh, yeah. Going like this. Uh -huh, crossing uh -huh. and crossing. Did I wear panties? Oh, that's my slit. Oops. <laughs> so it's been great with uh, talking to you guys. And I... I really, I think we're going to get a lot of questions and a lot of feedback from the audience and probably we'll have to have you guys back again. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we'd be happy to come oh, back. Let's do it. But before we, before we call it a, a night or a day or whatever, I have one final question for you guys. I think it's a good one to, okay. to end up on, which is, okay, so what you guys do is not polyamory, right? You guys swing. So I want to ask you this. Are you guys just totally devoted swingers for life? 
does polyamory ever enter? Have you guys ever talked about that? Do you ever you ever think about that? Is that something you guys mm. might be interested in at some point? Just settling down with some other nice, sexy couple and quit all mm. the all the searching <laughs> for all the extra dick right? and pussy and yeah. just like have in house <laughs> dick and pussy for forever, and it just be like you know just one big happy polyamorous family or or what? Yeah, that's a really good, good question. question. Um, so no, thank you. we alluded to, oh, yeah, we alluded to this earlier. Yeah, my dick heart a little bit. <laughs> starting to get a little thick right now. I think that is a fantasy got though. A, <laughs> got me a little quarter chub right here. Like live that they can live next door, huh? Yeah. We have all the pussy and half the work, bro. Yeah, we have room too. You know, it's like a, it's like a guaranteed fuck. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we did, we kind of alluded that the lifestyle is a spectrum of things earlier right. and swinging kind of sits in the middle where on the one end you've got you know people that just want to go to nudist resorts and be naked in an adult atmosphere and then on right. the other end you've got people that want to participate in orgies you know a bunch of people on the bed but then close to the other extreme end of the spectrum is polyamory where you've got people in relationships that like couples will live together and they fall in love with each other and there's right. a big emotional attachment right. and then where we lie is we're we're swingers we're we're in the middle mm-hmm. of the spectrum for us it's about making a connection with people but a physical connection and um there's no yeah. emotional attachment like we're not okay. we're not trying to like have a me to have a boyfriend on the side or my right. husband to have a girlfriend on the side we do this together and you know the fantasy of being with another person alone and doing things separate um that's there but we haven't really fantasized about getting into a relationship with other people yeah i'm not going to add another chick to my amex yeah <laughs> i'm not going to do that I, I can barely handle her right now right? No, but the, the, the truth is for the listeners who are wondering you know when the world's polyamory man what's this yeah and so swinging oh, and being sexual, know, oh they already know oh yeah, okay yeah. good good, good. Oh, okay. okay go ahead, go ahead. no no just uh, the, the, the five second version so the swinging has a huge physical component mm-hmm. you love the physical sexual nature of it and of course, polyamory has a more of a spiritual connection, a mental connection. Yeah. Now, it's a kind of fine line because, as you all know, we all have friends that we love and care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, you you see your friend, haven't seen your friend in a long time. Hey, I love you, man. You know, dude, woman, whatever. I yeah. love you guys. You're like family. I love you. And so, after if if you have a, a man, you're sitting on a man's cock and you're staring into his eyes. I mean, there's a, there's a spiritual connection going on. That's there, okay. That's for yeah. the chicks. For the dude, you're looking at this beautiful woman. And you're on top of her. She's looking at you and she's holding your hands, kind of interlaced fingers. And there's another real nice spiritual connection. Now, is that beautiful? Yeah. You have to have your primary relationship and that has to be the strongest pillar Mm -hmm. of everything. And that's Mm -hmm. what we have. Then we can go enjoy other people and then we get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. We can see them again and they can become friends with benefits, but we care about them and we love them as friends. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. I said, I, I'm not going to add them to my, you know, what's funny is to me. I don't know why, but I, I think I'm slightly more like, you know, if I'm going to be like, you know, something that I would do, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which I don't, I'm kind of far from all of it, but to be honest, I think, I think the idea for some reason, polyamory appeal, appeals to me just slightly more. That's oh, beautiful. Sure. Than, than great swinging. Um, but then again, if I'd be honest, I wouldn't say, um, it, it, it would, it, ha- it would have to be a certain type of polyamory, like, like another woman another wife like i yeah. need a, a, a brother husband uh, yeah <laughs> now do you like someone who would live in or but just I, a se- separate distinct family that you can visit no i would like like if i was going to do it i think i'd want like another wife because yeah 
I, I just I like the I like the three grown ups versus the one kid mm-hmm. and just like the three grown ups splitting everything and the, the financial aspect of yeah. it. I have you know <laughs> sure like two adults working and one staying at home and I, I just kind of like that whole yeah that whole you know big love part of it. Kinda. It's attractive. Yeah, it really is. It kind of appeals to me. That's out there. It, it's freaky, and I bet you a bunch of your listeners too are thinking, "Man, that sounds nice. That's not right. <laughs> oh, yeah. sounds right. complicated." I have some podcast buddies who were on a mission for a long time to try to talk their wives into getting sister uh-huh. wives or whatever oh but, yeah. yeah oh okay <laughs> well you know it happens it happens naturally as you identify a couple that you like to play with you start seeing them more often mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you know it, you're taking weekend trips before mm-hmm. you know it yeah they're coming over just on a on a, a week on wednesday evening mm-hmm. and it, there's hot tub and then there's stuff going on mm-hmm. before you know it, you're doing separate room play mm-hmm. one couple stays downstairs the other couple goes to the, one of the rooms mm-hmm. right and before you know it you're going out on dates like hey i'm gonna be working late tonight yeah you go out with the guy no problem and so it's very attractive uh, for us it would be a thing where once we know and we've played with a couple once or twice or three times I would have no problem doing hall pass for my lady mm-hmm. as long as I know mm-hmm. the dude. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's a cool person, and eventually I'm going to see his wife alone, or maybe I have already. Then that would be cool. But yeah, it's freaky, man. The poly stuff is is really nice. Wow. Oh yeah, those guys are they, they have it handled. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about the in Mexico. It's common, man. That's where I'm from. People have separate distinct families, yeah. and the other families know about each other. Yeah. And the man, like he'll he'll spend some weekends over there, some weekends over here, and he'll but they don't not they don't live together, so it's not like a happy poly family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy's having yeah. <laughs> the guy's right. poly. Just, mm-hmm. Right, he's like poly. Bigamous. He has yeah, one family yeah. here, another right. family over there. Right. And it happens yeah. here in the U.S. It's everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. See, now that to me is like really unappealing because of all the financial strain. Like, oh, yeah. part of the whole kind of thing about the poly the. People to me, the the part of the appeal is the financial aspect. You chip in, yeah. Man. It's like people sharing one house. <laughs> he want a roommate. <laughs> He's being logical I, about I, it. Yeah, he, he want a roommate. He can sleep with. Right, a sexy roommate. I want to call it. No, no, and Dino and the lifestyle that he that he has been striving for his own life that would enhance the lifestyle that he's created. He's he's actually a family uh, man. Yeah. He just is trying to increase his family, but Perfect. in a way that would be sexually satisfying Beautiful. and would be financially satisfying. Everyone wins, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. I'm you spread opposite. your seed everywhere. And they give you money for the gas bill. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's you what fill I'm your saying. tank too. Right. I'm the opposite. You can give your body to anybody, but your heart has to come back to me. Aww. Aww, damn. Yeah. That's cool. He's a romantic. I like that. Aww. Yeah. He got romantic after he stepped out for a little bit. Maybe he was out there doing you know, smoking. <laughs> <laughs> he got all romantic all of a sudden. I just went and took a jerk. <laughs> went and let one quick, out and came back like, jerk. now I he can just really. Needed some time to hey, right. like, I now can really feel it all. He's like, I, I went to do a threesome. It you was know, me, the soap, and the water. Yeah. <laughs> People listening don't know that I stepped away from the studio in the middle of the interview. But That's right. I, I did just go jerk off. Don't worry. <laughs> It, was, it didn't take him that long. He's, Rub one he's out. professional. <laughs> <laughs> it was one to grow on. Well, speaking of calm, yours tastes like her chata, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> I like to think that. I haven't done the full case study yet. It's the I, same consistency, that's for sure. It's, it's, well, it's more like tapioca. Yeah. It has a <laughs> it's thick, white, and creamy. <laughs> you can see the thing swimming in there. <laughs> oh, my God. It's alive. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> okay, guys, it's been oh, great. It's been this was, of, this was fun. so much fun. Thank you for having us. We had fun too. Oh yeah, we definitely. It was a great time again because there's probably so I know there's like enough to do another whole show. Yeah, I like. I still want to know uh-huh. more. I'm like, <laughs> we, we just scratch the surface. Oh yeah. Before yeah. we go, real quick, Dejan and Pip, do you guys? 
think that you could ever like be at a place where you would you know be in this type of lifestyle or similar well you guys know i i've dated like like so many different type of guys oh my god i have i've had a friend not a friend i've dated this guy and he was he was he was poly and he was trying to get me to be Mm. one of his sister wives and i was like fool you crazy we ain't got enough money for that and then (laughs) it was another guy that i was dating and he was into the lifestyle and he would and i he got me to come to a couple clubs with him but it just wasn't for me like i'm just not the type of person to swap or share. And I think, you know what? I think it is uh, something to do with like the jealousy sure. aspect or maybe, maybe, you know, what? I wasn't necessarily jealous, but I, I don't think we were at a place in our relationship right. where right. we were ready that to do sense. something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I told another one of my friends about like, oh, it's this club that, you know, this guy I'm dating took me to. It was really cool. It was really nice. I met some interesting people. The house that we were in was fabulous. It was a be- yeah. beautiful home. Yeah. And I would, I would continue to like, you know, go back and party. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if it's for me. And my friend actually got into the lifestyle and she's, she's okay. into it. And now she's like, I can't believe you introduced me. And you, now you're vanilla and I'm this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what you just call me? I'm like, don't call me. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Don't say things. Don't tell me what stuff is before you call me stuff. So, so she got into the lifestyle and she like, nice. She was like, you know, she she enjoys it. She's she jumped it. in, yeah. She jumped in, but mm-hmm. she's also bisexual. Yeah. So okay. I think that she's was yeah. like just on a different. She is like a sure. a different evolve evolution than I yeah. than I was on. So. Give, me, give me her email. So that's yeah. exactly. <laughs> she's, a unicorn. she's a unicorn. Yeah, she's a unicorn. Yeah. She is. She is. So Sweet. that's a no for Dijon. Okay. And it was and it was it's the truth. Like it, we would be out, and then we'd be like, you know, guys would come talk to us. She'd be like, no, girl, uh, uh-uh, I seen no, him. Not yet. I've seen him. She know. She'd be like, I seen him in the club, and oh. he, he was swinging with like a girl. And a guy, and I'll be like, What? And yeah. she'll be like, Yeah, see, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that happens, absolutely. Yeah. It's a yes for me, a yes for you, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could do that. I mean, honestly, I, I yeah. sort of I, I don't talk about my relationship on this podcast at, at all. And for the most part, people think I'm single because my boyfriend lives in Europe, so mm-hmm. for the most part, I am your um, I am single, so mm-hmm. I don't have a sexual partner that lives here, mm. and I'm not gonna wait to once a year where I can go to Ireland to get some dick, right? So right. he knows that, and mm-hmm. I know that about him over there. I thought you guys broke up. Uh, many times. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn, they got back together. They did something like that. You didn't tell me. He told you, but didn't tell me. Because uh, it's getting old. It's no, getting actually, old. no. He posted about it on social media. That's I, how I know. Really? Yeah. What did he I post? Did. I didn't see that. He what? confessed his. You don't know. <laughs> he confessed his love. It was so sweet. Oh. I, but anyway, my partner lives there, and he knows. He knows what's up. He just he just wants me to be safe. He just wants me to be, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. we talked about like when we are together, you know, bringing somebody else in or things like that. Like sure. we, we don't. We don't. Again, it's like you can give your. You can do whatever you want. It's your body, mm-hmm. but like your heart. And all that stuff belongs to me. Right. And I feel like that's that's where I felt like I'm like, I feel like I'm a very voyeuristic person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a nosy. A, no, that's nosy. not what I was saying. I was gonna Use say I'm experimental. Just parking in front of my house. I was right, exactly. I'm very experimental. You know, I'm not like a prude or anything like that. But I just don't feel like I trusted him enough with my emotions, with mm-hmm. my heart, to let him take me somewhere and know that wholeheartedly he had my best intentions. Yeah, I didn't have that. Oh, the club right. aspect. That that's a no for me though. I don't want to do that. I don't do public sex. Yeah, I love public sex. That's the best. Not for me. Oh, I yeah. Some people love an audience. It. Yeah. Some people love that. They want to be watched, and I don't know. I, I I'm not a fan of that. I don't need people watching mm. me. I don't need show. to be on display. Yeah. We yeah. prefer mm. privacy. Because before sure. you know it, people are sticking hands in and doing mm. other stuff. No, and, thank you. No, I'm, no. You know. See, now I'm out. 
<laughs> and you get all liquored up and you know before you know it, you're doing other stuff and group is fine mm-hmm. if i know everybody in the group yeah it's yeah good practice yeah mm, interesting no no okay. not there not there yet not today <laughs> don't, bear, don't bear back everybody right exactly. <laughs> so thanks again guys for joining us we yes. really appreciate it and um thank you guys for listening this concludes another episode of the Shiznit Show. Yes. Don't forget, if you guys want to know more, check them out. PrioriSociety.com yeah. or what's the other one? Sexy Lifestyle Sexy Podcast. Sexy Lifestyle Podcast.com. Yes. It's good being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for thanks for this. For this coming. is great. By the way, for our listeners, don't forget to check us out on Shiznit as well. Send us a message. Like, make, Leave us comments. Yeah, let us know reviews. what you think about this episode. If you have more questions for them that you guys want us to ask them, let us know. Send them to us and keep in contact with us. You guys know how we roll every week. So for Eros and Isis, for Dejan Monique. Just the girl in the world. For Pip Lily. Google me, bitch. I'm Dino (laughs) Reyes saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.